On today's episode of Locked On 76ers, they're back on the floor, Philadelphia and Atlanta tonight, front end of a home and home as the Sixers are taking on the Atlanta Hawks. What are we looking to continue from Monday from the win over the Phoenix Suns, now carrying over to the Atlanta Hawks? Can they keep something going? Can they keep the momentum going as this now undefeated team, quote unquote, quote unquote as Joel V calls it, the start of the season? We'll get into it next right here at Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, you are Locked On 76ers. I'm Devon Givens from 97.5 The Fanatic Radio in Philadelphia, alongside my co-hosts and partners, always from the Enquirer.com, Sixers beat writer, Keith Pompey. What's up, Keith? What's up, D? How you doing? Uh, pretty good, man. We had a couple of days off from basketball, so I'm excited to get it back here, at least in Philadelphia, uh, after Monday's game. So Tuesday and Wednesday off, back at it here on Thursday. I want to talk about what we are looking forward to seeing tonight and see if it continues from game one. Uh, Is this a defining game? Something like the Atlanta Hawks game right now with these two games upcoming, basically not even just in defining game, Keith, defining two game series against a good Atlanta team that's seven and three. And also what is a surprising team so far around the NBA for you? We'll get into that. I want to thank everybody for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On 76ers is free and available on all platforms, including right here, YouTube at Locked On 76ers. All right, Keith, something that you want to see continue to carry over from game one this week. Phoenix Suns game one, as Joel Embiid called it, the start of the new season against the Phoenix Suns, 100 to 88. Something that stood out to you that you want to see carry over to game two against the Atlanta Hawks? You know, the, the one thing that I would really like to see carry over is, uh, and this is kind of like a little pivot from when we, you and I, when we talked before, but the, mm-hmm. the one thing is I, I think we need to see more Tobias Harris. We need to see him continue, you know, where, where, where he left off at the first game. He had 23 points. Um, he, he, he shot, uh, he had a, a season high nine mm-hmm. made field goals. The second game he had 21 points with a season high, 18 field goal attempts. I think that they have to continue to get him going. I mean, seriously, they got to continue to get him going, especially with James Harden out, in order for them to have that score, additional score that they need. You know, something else I would like to see is I would like to see um, Tyrese Maxey settle down a little bit, you know what I mean, and just let the game come to him. Again, still play at a high tempo, but – I would like to see him settle down. Now, that's not continuing. That's like, you know, slowing down a little bit and letting the game come to him. It just seemed like he was a little rushed the first two games. But on the continuous basis, it's Tobias Harris. Keep that thing going, brother. Yeah, yeah, he played really well. Played really well. Got into a really good comfort level. It looked like uh, shots were falling. He's getting good arc on the shot. Nothing was nothing was flat. Uh, rhythm, not thinking too much. He was just playing basketball, and that's what we always talk about, of course, with Tobias Harris. Makes things much easier for him as, as a professional scorer in this league to do what he did. For me, Keith, I'm going to go with the defense. They gave up 88 points to one of the best offensive teams in the NBA and the Phoenix Suns, 
And if that defense can continue, you're going against a really good one also here with the Atlanta Hawks. And I haven't seen yet. I, I can double check. I haven't seen yet. Trey Young missed the game on Monday. DeJounte Murray started in that game with a near triple-double. And I that's, you know, of course, we know that the offensive plays go through Trey Young first and everyone else they're following. But they have some good pieces from Murray, as mentioned, to De DeAndre Hunter, Collins, guys that can put points on the board. A.J. Griffin, the rookie from Duke, scored 24 points on Monday. So showing that some other things can happen with an offensive team with the points that they can put up on the board. So I would like to see the defense uh, remain as as a as a focal point, of course, and what leads them to a victory or at least help lead them to a victory and, and trying to get out there and slow down that high power potential Atlanta Hawks offense led by Trey Young and DeJounte Murray and seeing if they can slow that down. And if that happens, of course, you get extra possessions uh, for your team. You can get out in the open floor, especially if you just grab that offensive, I mean, defensive rebound, don't allow the offensive opportunity, second chance situations and push that pace, get out in the open floor, even with Joel Embiid out there. If he's not able to keep up, that's okay. Two points is two points. You don't need your big fella down there if you have numbers and can get points on the board. The objective is to put the points on the board no matter who it is. Yes, to put the ball in your best player's hands. But if they if their defense can turn into offense and get some good looks, then I think they'll be in a pretty good situation on, on Thursday tonight. Yeah, I agree 100% with you, bro. I, yeah, I agree 100%. yeah I, I mean, that that's, that's the name of the game. And they've talked about it being as a really, really important piece of what they want to do. So defense for me. And if you want to if, – if I want to, um, Keith, add one more since you gave two, I'll say the bench. George Niang carried them on Monday with his 21 points. Uh, if he gave his normal 12, what what would it have been? We, I don't know. Don't know. But he gave him 21. He was phenomenal. He made 7 of 10. You're going to need Shake Milton. Paul Reed was a little scattered, in my opinion, out there on the floor for the minutes that he had. You're going to need those, those, uh, those bench players to play much better in this game against the Atlanta Hawks and in this series, uh, these two-game series. Thursday and Saturday in order for them to to win and keep all the momentum going. All right, man, we come back and we dive into next uh, a little bit more uh, of the Sixers conversation. We'll do that as we go along right here on the as we talk about this being a defining game, defining series or not. Next right here, Locked On 76ers. Got to tell you, though, as we discuss all of these things about the team, you want to make sure you play well so you're not necessarily looking for a new job. But if you are looking for a new job or you're looking to hire someone, these days every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps to find the right people for your team faster and for free. I'm telling you, make sure you get in there. Uh, check out all the reviews and look at all the candidates that you have, some positive experiences that, that you may have heard from some other small business owners that you may know. And when you do create a free job post out there on LinkedIn, add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you are, in fact, looking for for help. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering 
quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NBA. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NBA to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. All right. Welcome back. You are Locked On 76ers. Thanks for making Locked On 76ers your first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights. Only Locked On can provide Locked On Sports today. Available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you do get your podcast. All right, Keith, do you look at this game and series, not just a game? I don't want to limit it to just this one game. Joel Embiid, again, they're 1-0, according to him, because of the fact that the season just started on Monday. Is this a defining game series for you against the Atlanta Hawks in these two? You know what? Yeah, that's a great question. I I, I think it is. And, and, and I also think not just this game, I, I'm not just this series. I also think that Sunday's matchup against the uh, Utah Jazz as well. Now, I get it. I know James Harden is in here. But to me, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, like, yeah, Joel said what he said. But it's also one of those things when we when we look at it, it's kind of like, oh, who else is going to step up? You know, like you 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 alluded to in the first one, is George Niang still going to be able to continue what, what he did? Is the defense still going to be able to have success without switching? You know, and um, is, is Tobias Harris still going to be able to continue – and, and put up those numbers and 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 Tyrese Maxey is he still going is he going to slow down a little bit and have the same scoring output so to me we're going to learn a lot about this team because you know if they're successful it's going to be better for them to be able to say hey James when we come back when you come back you're going to have to imp- we're going to implement you into what we're doing as opposed to struggling saying oh man we got to wait till James comes back and we're going to have to go back to doing what we're doing so right now, playing this Atlanta Hawks team that is seven and three, or you know, right now one of the top teams in the East, the Utah Jazz, one of the best records in the in, in the West, is one of those things where yes, this is a defining moment for this group of Sixers right now. I don't look at it just quite yet as that. I do look at it as the stretch that you can build off of here with these two, three games. As you mentioned, the Utah Jazz, I want to exclude them with the back-to-back Saturday and Sunday here in Philadelphia. I don't look at it yet as a defining situation there, but I do look at it as something that could be a barometer of such. Not defining, but more of a barometer of what this team should be able to be against these basketball teams. As good as the Atlanta Hawks have looked so far, uh, they are not supposed to be the team in, in this particular case that we worry about in the sense of, afraid to go in Atlanta and play. Yes, they have beaten the 76ers. We know about the playoffs in 2020 that kind of blew things up as far as the Ben Simmons part goes, but uh, 2021 uh, with the actual year. But um, no, I mean, they're supposed to be better than the Atlanta Hawks. And I understand you're a man down with James Harden and the Utah Jazz. Why they, Will Hardy is coaching up, uh, doing a great coaching job right now with them at, at, at their record. But even then, I know it's just to me, it's more of learning about yourself, about what you're doing. It could be a stretch just to find out exactly where they are, how good they are, how good they should be, 
and if they're making the right strides. Is Doc Rivers pressing all the right buttons, as we talked a lot mm -hmm. about with Rob Thompson and the Phillies, pressing all the right buttons, making the right substitutions, implementing those types of things from Furkan Korkmaz, Shake Milton, Matisse Thibault, Montrez Harrell, or Paul Reed, how, whoever he decides to go to. And as we saw in the game against Phoenix, when you have a hot hand like George Niang off the bench, you keep him in there. And you sit down one of the other players because it's just simply not working. That was a great win for that team on, on Monday. This would be a very good win against the Atlanta Hawks, one of the top teams in the East right now. And if they are able to carry that over until Saturday, then that would be a really, really good weekend, really good stretch here for the team. But the finding moment for me, not just yet, not quite yet a barometer of, as, of, of, of such, sure, but not yet a defining moment for this basketball team. You made you raised some great points. You raised some great points. Yeah. And 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 look, I mean, we may get to a point uh where it could be. This could be a turning point where we look back and say, you know what, Keith, you were right. That was the final move. That's where the season turned around. That stretch, mm -hmm. that week, Phoenix to Atlanta and Utah. And then they did what they did the following week. Yes, but right now, no, I'm not gonna look at it as that. Not not quite yet. Not quite yet. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. All right, man. Well, we need to talk about some surprises. The Hawks are somewhat surprising. Utah, you mentioned them at nine and three. Uh, but this, uh, there's some other things going on in the NBA that I uh, want to throw out there about some surprises. We'll get to that next right here on Locked On 76ers. Welcome back. You are Locked On 76ers. Keith Pompey, Devon Givens here on Locked On 76ers. Sixers, Hawks tonight in Atlanta. First of two with these two teams going at it in a home-and-home -home series. Tonight in Atlanta and on Saturday back here in Philadelphia, which will be the front end of a back-to-back -back for the Sixers at the Utah Jazz will be in town, a surprising basketball team. So, Keith, surprising situations so far through these first few uh, games of the season. If you look at uh, some teams, wins or losses, uh, has anybody stood out to you where you, you're surprised of, of their performance so far this campaign? You know what? I'm going to say the uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. And, and 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 the thing about it is I know Cleveland is a team that a lot of people had like, oh, man, we you know, they're going to be good. They're going to be good. But to be honest with you, they're an extremely young team. And I didn't know if, if they could live up to the hype. You know, I mean, we know about Donovan Mitchell. But now you look at it, this team is is nine and two. You know, Donovan Mitchell, the argument was, yeah, he's a great player, but can he be a number one option? Well, right now he's averaging 31.2 points, right? Then you say, okay, they got, you know, Karis Levert. You know what I mean? He's pretty good. You know, he's averaging 13.4. Oh, Evan Mobley, you know, young guy, you know, argue he could have been the rookie of the year. Okay, he's averaging 15.2, right? And then you go Darius Garden. Garland. He was an all-star a year ago, but uh, is he really that good? Now, again, he has only played in four games, but he's averaging 19 points. And then yeah, he's that Allen, good. He's, yeah, that, he's good. that good. He's that good. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then you got Jared Allen averaging 13, five. 
And then you go down to the old head, the old guy in the group. Kevin Love. Kevin Love averaging 12-6 and 7.7 rebounds. And then we're talking about Jared Allen. He's averaging 13-5, 12.2 rebounds and 1.4 blocks. To me, this team is pretty good, man, <laughs> pretty good. And, um, you know, they, they, they've been a surprise because of the balance and the way that they're playing to me. Yeah, they've been they've been they've been surprising to me as well. I thought that they would be good. I didn't expect them to look this good and even look this good when Garland was out. <laughs> you know, Donovan Mitchell was carrying them with everyone else, of course, from Allen and Mobley and Levert and Mobley having that early ankle injury in the preseason, but bouncing right back and being the player that he is. His two way ability is going to be something crazy with how well he's played. And and has uh, a chance to be a really good defensive player in this league. Already is a good defensive player, even at such a young age. So I, I agree with you on the Cleveland thing. Great job uh, by them. A great job by Kobe Altman putting that team together. Donovan Mitchell just basically keeps just need to get away from Utah and mainly Rudy Gobert and and, and look at what he's doing right now. So um, he's going to be an All Star again. That's how good he has been for me. I'm going to go in the other conference and I'm going to go with the uh, Portland Trailblazers. I've seen them three times already because they played the Phoenix Suns three times and they lost the Phoenix. I mean, they beat Phoenix twice. I'm a little surprised, even though I thought Damian Lillard would be able to come back and bounce back. But when he had that surgery of, of his abdomen, uh, you weren't sure. how, But, you know, he's a hardworking guy and he's going to come mm -hmm. back and, and, and be himself. And he is banged up again. But. They have been playing some really good basketball from Josh Hart, Jeremy Grant, uh, Shaden Sharp, the rookie, coming off the bench and sometimes having to start. Anthony Simons, I expected him to make a big jump, and he has before he went down with an injury. Chauncey Billups has that team, and I wasn't sure who Chauncey Billups was going to be as a head coach. I'm not putting him in the coach of the year candidates or anything like that. What I am saying is Portland was talked about as a team that – they keep trying to make these changes around Damian Lillard, and it's just not happening, that type of deal. But all Chauncey Billups and Damian Lillard and that, that coaching staff has done in those players, they are really, really competitive. They are really good. He's done some nice stuff uh, with them that uh, has them out there working and, and, and rolling. And uh, while they are not undefeated like the, or one loss like the Cleveland Cavaliers, they're a good basketball team that I don't think a lot of people expected to be where they are right now. Damian Lillard is back to being his all-star self, his all-NBA self. And I expect them to be one of those teams, Keith, that fights for the top six right now, at least in the Western Conference and not in the play-in. If not in the top six, of course, they'll be in a play-in and they will be a tough out if they get yeah. it. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, I, I think if they're like, you know, top six justice optics I, I think i mean i honestly the way they're playing right now whatever it is the chemistry all that they look better than the top 16 i mean you know what i mean they look like they could because there are certain things again it's still early but there are certain teams that just haven't been playing the way that everybody expected them to and i don't know if they can continue that i i think that you know you look at dame and and, and you say jeremy grant and other guys i just look at it like I hope they, for their sake, that they can continue this on. Because, you know, when we talk about Portland, we're always talking about, all right, they're about to be the Portland Trailblazers again. You know what I mean? And I just look at it, and, and I think that, I mean, I don't know. It just seems like this year could be different. Now, again, I'm not saying, 
they're going to compete with the Phoenix Suns and, and teams like that for the championship. But I just look at them more as a, a more legitimate team than just a team, like you said, in the back end of the playoffs or, or making it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I look at them more as, you know, maybe they could be a top four team. Maybe they can host a, a first round game. You know, I just look at them. I mean, if, you know, they got a lot of guys. And, and whenever I hear Jeremy Grant, I always think about, dang, the Sixers, y'all just let the brother go. I just let him go. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, just speaking of the Portland part, real fast, as you say all that, the one thing that stands out to me is the leadership that, yeah. uh, that Damian Lillard uh, provides for that team. They, and he makes them believe. And he's, He's letting them know, guys, we got to follow along. We got to go and we got to do this stuff. And uh, what what always what happens when you have a leader and they follow and he shows what the hard work and the, the, the work ethic playing through an injury that he did last season and eventually had to shut it down just because it didn't make any sense uh, health wise. And they weren't going anywhere. Leadership. And, you know, you look at some of these organizations and you look at their star player with the leadership ne- may not necessarily be there like that. As far as Jeremy Grant goes. There were a lot of Sixer draftees that I did not like or wasn't necessarily uh, or not even just draftees, but guys that they brought in during that rebuild era. He was one of them that I liked. Uh, I wasn't sure if it would turn out to be like all star conversation. Jeremy Grant, 17 points a night, Jeremy Grant. But I did look at Jeremy Grant and say, I, I like him. I saw him at Syracuse. I, I like some things about him. And yeah, um, he's one of those guys I actually root for. I like Jeremy Grant uh, as yeah, a player yeah. that was here because, uh, yeah, and to your point, he would be helpful on this basketball team right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be helpful. Yep. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> Without a doubt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So what time is the game tonight? 7 30? Yeah, 7.30, yeah. Okay, well, Sixes, Hawks, 7.30. So I'll be doing, uh, you know, Keith, I'll just be doing in the post tonight, honestly. Just uh, Sixers tonight after the game, just doing probably about an hour, hour and a half of Sixers coverage tonight after the game. So uh, listen, man, we got to thank everybody for hanging out with us. And uh, thank you for making Locked On 76 as your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Where can they get us, Keith? Yo, what D just said, wherever you can get your podcast, you can make sure you make, make, make sure you get this podcast there too, right? But when you get to the YouTube channel, click on the Liberty Bell, bang, or click and then um don't hit it boom you might break your computer, you might break your computer. <laughs> but, but um but uh yeah click on the liberty bell and the next thing you know you become a new subscriber also like d just told y'all he's going to be on a post game show tonight you know after after the game so what you do is assume when the game is over with go to the radio station and listen to d right Listen to D, listen to him, break it down, talk about some other things. You can also follow D during the game at DivineG975 on Twitter. You can do the same thing with me at Pompeii on Sixers. And, you know, I'll be at the game so you can read my game coverage in the Philadelphia Inquirer. Go to Inquirer.com. And then also, uh, you, if you, if you, you know, if, if you desire, uh, purchase an article of the Philadelphia Inquirer. Please do, folks. Get out there. 
uh, keep supporting us so we can keep bringing this uh, to you as best as we possibly can. Keith, have a great one, man. Enjoy Atlanta. And uh, we'll certainly be reading your coverage. And I'll talk to you tomorrow and see what happens with the Sixers against the Atlanta Hawks. Thanks, everybody. All right, bro. Thank you all for listening. Peace. Mm-hmm.